Hi everyone, welcome to the Precious Daughter Podcast, where the goal is to speak on the faith and to inspire and motivate all who listen with love. Hi guys, welcome back to the Precious Daughter Podcast. So the title today is The Righteous Never Forsaken. So this came about... (laughs) Um, because, um, the other night I was in prayer and God was showing me a visual of rough waters, rain, and what looked like an ark. So immediately I knew Noah and the ark. So you may be like, what does Noah and the ark have to do with the title or maybe even anything today? (laughs) So stay with me. Um, as I was speaking to God for the, uh, meaning I heard the righteous shall never be forsaken. And um, when I heard that, I was like, I know that's a scripture. Um, So I went to go look it up in this. um, I found Psalms 37, 25. This is the NIV version. And it says, I was young and now I'm old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. So. The water and the um, stormy rains represent the chaos going on in the world and the things to come. And then the ark represents God protecting his people, God protecting the righteous. As I went back to the story of Noah, I saw this verse um, and it's in Genesis 6, 9. And this is the NLT version. And it says, this is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at the time and he walked in close fellowship with God. So the wicked did not turn out so well in the end. God chose to save the righteous person. So um, before I move on, this kept coming to mind. There is no almost righteous or kind of righteous person. You are righteous or not. Um, but also I just want to make sure that no one is fearful. Um, righteous does not mean perfect and it does not mean that you have never messed up or sinned, but a part of living righteously does include following God's commands and turning away from sin. So the word righteous and right, uh, righteousness, I just, uh, grouped them together, um, is in the Bible over a few hundred times. So this alone shows you how important it is to God for us to live righteously. And um, I like to look up things. So I did see some sources says it is mentioned over 500 times. And when I searched in the concordance, um, it lined up with this. Um, now I didn't go through and just literally <laughs> count how many times I saw the word in the word. Um. If you want to do that, you can. <laughs> um, but I do know it's, it's frequently in the word. So um, let's talk about self-righteousness for a second. Um, self-righteousness is not good. It is basically looking down on others because their sin looks worse than yours. So you feel holier than them. That is not how our righteousness should be measured based on someone else's life. You don't lift yourself up by putting others down. God is the judge of righteousness. Um, Just because in public you look put together and someone else doesn't, 
Um, this doesn't mean that you get to judge them based on what you see. Um, so always check your heart. And then another facet to this is that others may look at a person striving to live righteously and they get offended by that person because maybe they wish they lived better or they don't want to put the effort in to change their life. Um, so that's also another facet to it. Um, but we are called to correct our brothers and sisters in love. And then I found Galatians 6.1. This is the Passion Translation. So it says, my beloved friends, if you see a believer who is overtaken with a fault, the one who is in the spirit should seek to restore him in the spirit of gentleness. But keep watch over your own heart so that you won't be tempted to exalt yourself over him. So God is a judge of righteousness, not ourselves, um, because obviously everyone wants to believe that they are good and that they don't do wrong, right? Okay, so I would consider it um, irresponsible um, for me to like release this word and not go deeper about righteousness. So um, I want to go a little further. Um, I was looking for more revelation because we all know that it's impossible for a man to keep the law in their own strength. This is why Christ came to fulfill the law. Now, does this mean we get to do whatever we want in life with no consequences? No. But if you have accepted Christ, the grace and forgiveness is there, but not to be abused. Um, so just make sure you don't pervert or take advantage of God's grace to live immorally. And that's actually in Jude verse 1-4. Um, you can read the actual scripture. Uh, so the Holy Spirit gave me revelation on righteousness. And a big part of it is tied to the heart and keeping the right posture uh, with your heart. So here are four points I will briefly speak on. Okay, so the first um, point is a repentant heart. And you know, let me just say this. I just love uh, David um, in the Bible. Yes, I'm talking about in the Bible. <laughs> um, although he did some not so good things, um, God still loved him and he still loved God. He ran to God when he messed up. He went back to God to purify his heart. He didn't continue to um, stay in any mess up um, that he did. Um, he didn't continue to live in whatever sin or whatever wrong that he was doing. He just ran back to God. And that is what repentance is, to turn away. And you know what? God still chose him to be king of Israel, okay? Um, so if anyone out there feels like you just done so much, God still loves you. Um, and yes, it's never um, too late for a turnaround, okay? Um, so David asked God to create in him a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit in him once he messed up. Okay, a pure heart and a steadfast spirit. So now that leads me to the next thing, Um when it comes to righteousness, a pure heart. <laughs> and the scripture talks so much about a pure heart. A pure heart is so important to God, which is why we have to guard our hearts. When people offend us, and if you don't guard your heart properly, it can open a door for unforgiveness, hate, jealousy, bitterness, greed, lust, and so many more things. Anger um, just came up. Um, so these are wicked things, 
If the heart is not pure, then it is wicked. Even if someone appears nice, um, God looks at our heart while men look at the outer appearance. So when those uh, wicked things are in the heart, it gets in the way of truly being able to love others. And that is what we are commanded to do is love. So if your heart is filled with all this other wickedness, with um, all those things that isn't mentioned, where's the love? You know, like how much room do you have for love? Um, so that's how I like to look at it. And then I love the scripture that says, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. And that's Matthew 5, 8, um, NIV. So take care of the heart. That is a big deal. Um, spiritually, just keeping guard over your heart. The next thing um, is faith. And I found it amazing how the scripture says that God credited Abraham as righteous because he believed God. He believed God. Faith is a lifestyle for the believer. And Hebrews speaks on how it is impossible to please God without faith. So it's incredible that just having faith um, was what God credited Abraham as righteous with. Um. And then the next thing I have is keeping God's commands. Even if it doesn't feel like it, there's so much to gain from your obedience to God. And this goes in any way that God speaks to you, both his word, the scriptures that you read, and what he speaks to you if you hear from him audibly or in whatever um way um so in a season when i was learning to be obedient to god's voice i saw in a couple of books um in the bible where it says that god keeps his covenant with those who love him and keep his commands and i know for sure it's in nehemiah um actually i wrote it down nehemiah 1 5 so you can go read the actual scripture yourself and then god gives us his commands to protect us not just because he just wants us to you know, just be on the strict, you know, I don't know what people think. You know, people think a lot of things, but these commands are to protect us. I see God's word um, now so differently. I love it. Um, and I understand so much more now um, because growing up, um, I remember, <laughs> and I don't know why I'm even talking about this now I used to I was reading um I was young <laughs> and whatever I was reading I was just terrified <laughs> um but obviously I was reading from the wrong place um <laughs> so just make sure that you're not following commands out of religion um because when you love God you'll just naturally want start to want to obey his commands you'll naturally um, just start to <laughs> do what the scripture says. And that's the scripture. Those who love God, um, obey his commands. Um, so yes, it's the Holy Spirit that gives you that power to be able to follow God's commands. Um, and then, so let's look, let's talk about this. So 
Think about the parent with a disobedient child. Eventually, if that child continues in disobedience, they grow up to cause their own destruction. So when you do get convicted of something, like let's say you said something wrong to somebody, like something mean to them or whatever you you did um, and you feel convicted um, or someone corrects you, it's for your good. Just repent, apologize, and then move forward um, in a different direction. So the enemy will try to make you feel like you are missing out on the fun or that those who choose to live any way they want, that those who choose to live any way that they want are so blessed, but it's an illusion. God was speaking to me the other day about how the righteous receive many blessings from God. And it's important to remember that all blessings that you see people with do not always come from God. They could have bought something to try to keep up with someone else, married someone out of desperation so they didn't look alone or feel alone, etc. But anything that comes from God is good and bears good fruit. Um, the blessings from God um, at no sorrows. So that means that you can be blessed from other ways. <laughs> um, so just make sure that your blessings are coming from the Lord. Um, yes. And then I also want to point this one thing out. Um, so everyone goes through trials. So do not think that because you choose to live righteously that everything will be perfect and that there will be no tough times. Everyone goes through trials, whether you choose to believe or not believe. Um, but you're wanting to live righteously is because you want to please God, not in trying to get anything out of it. So I've actually been um, in Ezekiel um, as of recently. So um, there's a scripture 1414 Ezekiel 1414 that actually talks about Noah, Daniel, and Job um saving themselves, only being able to save themselves by their righteousness. Um so um those are some good characters to study. Noah, Daniel, and Job, if you're interested in going deeper. Um, those are good um characters to study. I know Daniel and Job our books and Noah is in Genesis. So um I wanna um pretty much end this. Um so that's it guys. Um maybe a lot to take in, maybe not for you. Um but I do encourage you to always read up for yourselves and study for yourself. Um and I do wanna um leave with James five sixteen um this is the NLT version. Um, this is this part of the scripture. And it says, The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Okay. Um, so I love that scripture. Um, and I'm feeling led to end this in a prayer. Alrighty. So if you're in agreement with this prayer, you can just say amen at the end. So, oh, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the forgiveness of our sins and cleansing us of all unrighteousness. Heavenly Father, I ask that you continue to lead us down the path of righteousness. Father God, for your name's sake 
and remove anything that is not like you. Heavenly Father, um, as we're removing everything that is not like you, Father God, I ask you to come in with your Holy Spirit and take place in our lives in those areas that we need to change and make more like you. I thank you, uh, Father God, for um, teaching us right from wrong. I thank you, Father God, for not condemning us. Father God, and we know that your word says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who uh, walk by the spirit and not by the flesh. So help us, Father God, to continue to walk by your Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, help us to continue to walk by your will. Heavenly Father, help us to continue to do the things that please you, to do the things that honor you. Father God, we bind up any spirit of condemnation. We bind up any spirit of guilt, of shame, and we cast it down to the pit of hell. In Jesus' name, Father God, I thank you for always leading us and guiding us to where we should go. I thank you for your protection over our lives. And I thank you, Father God, that the righteous will never be forsaken. So, Father God, help us to continue to walk righteously before you. Help us to continue to have pure hearts, Father God. Take out anything that is not of you, anything that does not please you. And just continue to fill our lives with more of you and more of your presence, Father God. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I thank you guys for listening. Um, You'll hear me on the next episode um, and be blessed. Bye.